The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Greetings. Greetings, everyone. So today, our third day of, of exploring together the topic of why speech. And um, on Monday, we started with the first um, question to ask ourselves. And by the way, all of these go together, all these six that I will be sharing. So, so if one of the conditions is not met, and the last one, I want to give you a heads up. The last one I'll be sharing on Friday is, is it timely? Is it the right time? So even if it's if it's not divisive and it's true and it's today we'll talk about gentleness, it's not harsh. Um, uh, if it's kind, all is everything is is uh, satisfied. Still, if it's not the right time, then we don't say it. So so all of these go together. Um, so I wanted to add a little bit of nuance actually to the teachings from yesterday and and the day before before we um, go into the the new question today to ask ourselves if our speech is harsh, abusive, or is it gentle? So that's the new question. And and on Monday, we talked about, is it true and factual? And um, and yesterday, the question was, is it um, is it divisive? Is, is the speech divisive? What I'm about to say divisive, or does it create harmony? So, so a couple of nuances to add to the teachings. One, as I already mentioned, that they all go together. Um, all the questions. And the other nuance um, is regarding um, truthfulness. Um, is what we're about to say true, but it doesn't mean that we just blurt out everything that is true all the time. Because, of course, there is wisdom in what is appropriate to say, when, how, all of those other considerations come to get, come, come in. Um, and also, again, together with the other considerations with truthfulness, often um, folks bring up this this hypothetical situation. Oh, if I were, say, if I were alive during the World War II and I was um, um, giving safekeeping to to people who were uh, persecuted at the time and they were hiding them in my basement and 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 say soldiers nazis knocked on the door would i have to tell them the truth well i appreciate the the um people who think this way and and, and really try to engage with what, what 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 does truthfulness actually mean there is a bigger question of what is of benefit what is kind of 360 degrees what if what is of benefit? What is of least harm? So in this case, telling a lie that saves a life in this case of someone who's prosecuting the bigger picture of all things. Of course, it makes sense. So it's it's not about uh, uh, sticking to a particular rule without context, without um, non-harming this, this, this um, wish for greater goodness and non-harming in a bigger way. So so important always to to um, bring in the context, which again maybe this this inquiry or this question in a uh, uh, more um, how should I put it in a uh, 
more casual or or this inquiry in a more casual way when somebody you know puts on a dress and tells you do I look fat? You don't blurt out. Yes, you. You know, you just have to be a little kinder. You know, the other other um, aspects of kindness come in. But how can you be? But um, and nevertheless, the the this this precept uh, of of not lying, not shading the truth, really has to do with the intentions. Really, it goes back to the intentions, and that's something I've been trying to stress. How does it feel in the body? Why are we lying? Is it for uh, our gain? Is it because of hatred? Like, what is what is the underlying intention, motivation? So, really, let that be the guide. Um, is are we deceiving in order to get some gain? Similarly, similarly, the what I mentioned yesterday with the question of is it harmonious or divisive? Also, there is wisdom there. You know, you don't want again not divide people up because you want your friends to just be your friends and break people up. You take joy in 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 discord. Um, Again, it comes back to the intention. However, Buddha also has teachings about if, say, something has happened, um, say something has happened, um, and uh, another person is invited to say, "Did you see something?" You know, that person is supposed to say, "What what has happened?" You know, what did they see? If um, in in a way, say, um, uh, if your friend is about to, let's say, hire someone. Um, who you know is going to be a really bad match um and and it's not going to work out for a variety of reasons of course it's not wise to hold back oh i don't want to be divisive like what is the intention here the intention you need to out of kindness for everyone with the heart of loving kindness for everyone involved oh this this is given these facts in the past maybe you share but uh, this is what this is what you need to know again out of kindness out of kindness so it always goes back to the intention and and what is happening in the the body um uh and and in the mind in terms of intentionality so 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 now with with those nuances those very important nuances adding more and more layers as we continue this week the third question to ask is, is it harsh? Is it abusive speech, What the way I'm about to speak, or is it gentle? So, so the Buddha instructs us, of course, to abandon speech that is spoken in anger or with a mean sarcasm intended to demean, to insult, to cause pain, to make someone feel bad. It just, it's, it's, it has, it has um, shards in it, speech that has shards in it. This kind of abusive said in an angry tone is often, is um, the root of it is aversion. The root of it is, is hatred, one of the three poisonous roots. Um, Agreed, hatred and and uh, illusion. So aversion is its root, and it's often impulsive. It doesn't involve forethought the same way that slanderous and divisive speech that we talked about yesterday did. So slanderous speech has doubly heavy karma because it's both has its as its root has 
has um, hatred and it it involves forethought. But but this has slightly lighter karma. This has lighter karma because it's impulsive. Just, we're just angrily and in a mean way we just say something and maybe later we feel bad and yet ouch we both heard our karma we've heard the other person the ripples in the world or ripples in the way it's affected us ouch 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 um still unskillful even if it has a lighter negative karma of course um the antidote the antidote to to this type of unskillful speech is patience is the parami is the beautiful quality of patience 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 so if you find yourself to be someone who just blurts something out and regrets it later in in a angry tone in a in a sarcastic rebuking demeaning insulting it's like ouch ouch and you feel bad patience in that moment take a pause come back to the body just not speaking is the best thing. Causing the least harm, causing the least harm is the best method. And later when you have your calm, the right time, then you can address it. So patience, patience, patience. Beautiful quality of the heart. And of course, when speaking wisely is, is just impossible in a particular situation, our secondary goal becomes causing the least harm the least harm to ourselves, to our own karma, really we're causing ourselves harm with with unwise speech and of course to others and to the relationships that we have to others. And then the Buddha instructs us, instructs us to um, not just abandon harsh speech, but speak gently. And, and I love these words. The Buddha directs us to speak words that are soothing to the ear, affectionate, go to the heart, polite, likable, and agreeable to the people. I'll read it one more time. It's like poetry. Suttas are like poetry. Speak words. One speaks, speak, speaks words that are soothing to the ear, affectionate, Go to the heart, polite, likable, and agreeable to the people. Mm. This reading that is goes to my heart and feels affectionate. The Buddha really, I it's almost as I hear his his affection and kindness through the through the ages. Yes, yes, dear, yes, dear. This is so. Thus, this is how you should speak. So, so as we go throughout the day today, um, my invitation is to notice: um, is it harsh? Is it is it gentle or is it harsh? And oh yes, another thing I want to add, especially is with this one in particular, not just external speech. Our external speech might actually be gentler and harder, gentler than our internal speech. Sometimes we speak to ourselves in tones that we would never ever dare or or want to use with others or so that the tone can be so harsh so harsh, so ouch ouch notice the ouch of that um and not needed can we bring bring kindness can we bring compassion can we bring gentleness um can we say the same thing but in a very gentle way um so so as we go through the day 
um, like to invite you to, to notice, notice the tone of your speech, the inner speech and the outer speech. Is it, um, is it soothing to the ear, affectionate, go to, goes to the heart, polite, likable, and agreeable to the people, or is it harsh and abusive? So, okay. Thank you so much for your practice, for your cultivation, dear Sangha. And, um, and I look forward to our continuing this exploration with wise speech tomorrow. Take care. Be well.